0: old school <laughs> i had um, remember the ones that uh were like they were like this big and they had the full cassette and that was like cutting edge i remember uh yeah and then you got the micro one and you thought that uh you thought that it couldn't get any better i still have i used to use that um when i was first coaching to like keep notes during the game because i mean during um, watching film that way it would save me from writing down anyway i have like a box somewhere of about 500 of those little micro cassettes and you guys probably do the same you probably, i never touched them ever again you know uh, but i'm sure i'm sure they're somewhere in the basement or in a box somewhere well anyway you guys don't want to talk about technology jim what are the challenges in trying to tackle a guy like russell Wilson? Well, you know, there's scrambling quarterbacks, there's um, there's running quarterbacks, there's dropback quarterbacks, there's quarterbacks that are good from the pocket, there's quarterbacks that are good outside of the pocket, there's quarterbacks that can throw on schedule, there's quarterbacks that can create on their own. And um, he's all of the above. You know, so I think that you layer all those things together and it makes it a tough challenge. You have to defend... Um, perimeter plays like boots and play actions. You have to defend, um, you know, RPOs and zone reads. You have to defend off-schedule plays. But he can also be as good as anybody in the league when it comes to just dropping back and throwing. He's very talented that way. And he can scramble not just for first downs, but he can scramble for big plays down the field. Um, Just an excellent competitor, and uh, it's a great challenge this week for us. They haven't been able to protect him, it seems like, recently. Um, Is it important for you guys to, you know, have a contained rush to keep them in the pocket, or is that too much to give away? Yeah, I mean, every, I mean, all your schemes are built to whether you're containing them or you're spilling them to somebody else. You know, they're all built to try to prevent, um, you know, scrambles and things like that. I mean, it's obviously a different challenge this week as opposed to last, um, you know um our previous game plan we were trying to get the quarterback moving, you know, I think that, you know, this is this is a little different story with Russell Wilson because he is very dangerous outside. But, you know, he's also got some big play receivers and he's got a really good running game behind him. Um, so it's not just all about stopping him. Did you guys go into last week kind of expecting a trick player to win well yeah, I mean you see it um all the time with them and they ran one early in the game and then you know, obviously, ran one later in the game, or um, first series of the second half. You know, it's one of those things you just let your guard down for a half a second, and um, and you end up looking bad, and uh, and we did on that one. What does Jalen Mills do so well in the red zone? It's not just the red zone. Jalen's playing at a high level all across the field. He's tackling well. Um, he's covering well. He's up to challenge of um, of covering guys, and. Um, he brings us a lot of spirit and a lot of competitiveness and toughness. I think you've seen the the level of our defense um, defensive play increase since he's been back. Um, you know he's always been a respected member of our defense and a guy that the coaches and players both have a lot of confidence in. Um, you know, he was down for a while. He worked really hard to get back, and I think all that hard work is paying off for him. I'm Are really sur- pr- really proud of him. Sorry, Are you surprised with the way that he sort of solidified the secondary having not played for a year, and especially with the number of snaps that he's also getting? Yeah, you know, Jalen has never checked out. So, you know, you could say, yeah, surprising, because it's a tough thing to do. But I also recognize all the work that he's put into it. And it hasn't just been, you know, you know, sit around for a year waiting for it to come back. He's been actively engaged in you know every one of our meetings and every one of our game plans. Even if he wasn't playing, he sits right over there and um, and he's into the game, taking notes like if he was playing. And that's paid off for him. We've had other players, not just Jalen, injured players, but we've had guys on the practice squad that have been that way. And generally, the guys that succeed or the guys that stay ready so they don't have to get ready. And uh, um, Jalen certainly personifies that. Jim, uh, how are the Seahawks using DK Metcalf, and what kind of dynamic does he bring to the offense? Yeah, he's averaging 17 a catch, so that's been big for him, and it has a lot of yards. You know, not a lot of high percentage plays. I think he's only somewhere, you know, slightly above 50% in targets to receptions or receptions to targets, I guess I should say. Um, But he is a big strong guy and um, he's got good size to go up and get balls and um, He's also a guy that can is extremely strong with run after the catch So, you know, it's not just defending the deep balls. It's also tackling the short ones and stuff like that Um, You know Lockett is a a very impressive receiver. Also, they added Josh Gordon Um, You know, I think that you know, they have some playmakers out there and again if um, if we let our guard down for one second, they have a lot of guys that can make us pay with touchdowns. These linebackers, what have they shown you, in particular, May and Camus, in these past few weeks when, when they've had to take the bulk of the snaps? Yeah, they've both been up for the challenge. You know, Camus started off a little slow. We've seen that with some of our guys. He was injured and, you know, was battling his way back from the, the training camp knee injury. But you know the one thing Camus has always been consistent with has been creating plays behind the line of scrimmage, open field tackles, you know those kind of plays. And you know we're seeing him do those kind of things again. And um, you know Nate has really done a great job. We've had injury situations the last couple of years where different guys have stepped into the Mike position, and um, you know Nate did it a little bit last year and, and he's done it this year for us. Um, you know, nobody's perfect on defense. Nobody's played a perfect game, but he certainly has made the plays that uh, he's needed to, and he's given us a good stabilizing force when Nigel's been out. Big picture, what's been working for this defense in the last few weeks? Is it the fact that you guys are, are getting guys healthy and getting guys back on the field, or is there something else? Um, I don't know. Um, we just try our very best every week. Um, you know, it, is, it, it, it has been good getting guys like Jalen Mills back. And we got Darby back from an injury. We got Avante back from an injury. Um, you know, we got Timmy Jernigan back. I mean, you know, I, I, don't, I don't think there's a, a big surprise. There. I don't think that's a, a breaking news that, um, you know, good players make good play. What, what have you seen out of Genardi since he's since he joined you a few weeks ago? yeah you know he's he's a bit of a hybrid player, um, you know and and uh, you know when we got him, we needed to have a specific plan for the way that we were going to we were going to use him. Um, first week, we used him just a little bit, used him a little bit more as a defensive end in this last game, but we've used him as a hybrid linebacker in there also. Um, you know he's done a nice job working really hard to make the most of his opportunities when he's been out there. Um It's a little tough to sub with this last game because of um, whether it was tempo or, you know, that, that's a team that's really, that's really um, savvy to catch you with too many guys on the field. So it's hard to sub just, you know, willy-nilly. So you really have to be surgical with your substitution. So sometimes it's hard to get specialty players out there. But, um, you know, he's been a nice, nice, uh, a nice addition for us. And I um, anyway. put a little stress on you as the play caller to figure out a way to implement a guy who's such a specific type of role player no we, we welcome anybody that can help make a play I mean I don't I, I certainly wouldn't put that in a stressful category I put that in the in the positive category um, you know I mean every in every games a little bit different every game plan is a little bit different But, um, you know, guys that can run, guys that play with a high level of um, intensity and enthusiasm and guys that are smart and prepare well and guys that can either cover or rush to pass or man, we can find spots for all those guys. There are any moral victories in the NFL, but um, how do you view it when your defense performs as well as it does against Tom Brady and you lose um, versus, I guess, the last time you faced him, you didn't play particularly well against him and won? Yeah, I mean, you guys know the way I always look at that. I mean um you know you're right the last time we played in the super bowl we didn't play our best but we made the one play that we needed to win the game and that's bottom line in this business this game we played a lot better we did some really good things but we didn't make the one play that we needed to make the um the game i'd 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 rather have a win you know i think you guys are a little skeptical when. Sometimes, when, when I talk about the only thing that matters is wins, and I don't care about stats and everything else, but man, I've been around a long time. I don't care about stats. I care about wins. And I'd certainly, ex- I certainly would exchange a win for, um, you know, and, and having made a play that helped win the game as opposed to playing well with a loss. I mean, no, nobody's trying to do that. Everybody's trying to win. So, a stat question you're going to love then. Awesome. Um, uh, third down defense you guys were holding them well for most of the game but these third and longs kind of keep coming up what what would you like to see better there you know third and 10 third and 11 those situations well we had the one trick play we just got we got a little too aggressive on that you know i mean if that's third down and two and you got to go get that wide receiver screen it's a little different situation third down and long we could have played back a little bit more and you know taken that and i know i know um you know, it's never a good answer to say you don't. You shouldn't be. Um, you shouldn't be so aggressive. But in that case, you know, aggressiveness works against you. And I think they use that against us. Um, I'm trying to think, I, I really don't recall um, yeah, there was conversion. The, the, we had a penalty. Yeah, there was Avante's penalty, and then there was another third and ten. They converted down the left sideline. Yeah, they're going to com- They're going to convert some. You know, I mean, you know, they're a good offense and, you know, they have good receivers and good quarterbacks and uh, good schemes and everything else, and we got bounced back the next play and, and win our fair share. I think when it was all said and done, I was, I was pleased with what we had done on third down. Um, you know, so there it is. Jim, you talked about linebackers a little bit before. Without Nigel, though, how has the communication aspect worked? Has it been seamless? Has there been any issues there? no i mean all those guys in in training camp um we use all those guys to signal we cross train a lot of guys um I, i very rarely use the the coach the defense communication in the off season or training camp to make those guys all have to over communicate and have to have to um you know get signals in case communication goes down so once we put the earpiece in them it's pretty easy we did have a situation when Nate went down for a couple of plays. We had to switch helmets to Camus. He 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 put it on. He just kept it the rest of that series. We've also had times this year where, like, you know, we had a couple snaps um, where Nate came off the field, and we have a plan for those kind of communications. Um, but our communication has been good, and those guys have, have done a good job of keeping everybody on the same page. You know, we had... We had probably two plays the beginning of the second half where we were behind on their um and we were expecting tempo we were actually expecting from the very beginning of the game they were really switching a lot of different personnel groups early and then second half they came out to tempo And I think the second and third play, we were late getting lined up on two of those. But after that, I I thought, and you know, after that, the guys did a really good job. We had worked hard at it during the week. It's not just the guy making the communication. It's everybody else getting the call and and getting set and being ready. Um, It's part of playing defense. And... You know when you're doing those kind of things you're generally um you're generally in position to play good defense go we'll back to that role if he plays this week well we'll have to get to the air when we when we get there you guys know i'd never like to get too far ahead let's get him back on the practice field first and then uh, and then we'll see where that takes you know nigel's a, a real valuable and has been a key part of our defenses over the years and if he is able to uh, get back on the field for us it'll be a good uh, good boost for us i have four dudes, your third safety Pardon? How did that Rudy Ford do his third safety? Well, we used a couple of different packages there. Um, you know, and, and Rudy was one of those. Um, it was the first time he's ever really done anything for us and, um, you know, made a nice tackle in the open field for us. And we, we knew he could do that on special teams. Um, it was an important role going forward. We used some corners in those positions, both um, last game and this game, and sort of mixed up. Rather than use three safeties, we've used, you know, we've used. Six corners in some of those situations, so we spread it around a little bit. Um, you know, we all have things we can do better, and um, you know, I think that. Uh, but we saw some good signs from. What dictates uh, one please? Pardon? Um, what dictates whether or not you use three safeties or four corners? It just depends on what the situation is. What personnel groups it is. What down in distance. I mean. It, 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 might, it may take two hours to explain that. I mean, it's just, it, it, suffice to say, um, game situation, matchups, down in distance. <laughs> and distance. And also what we have available. You know, I, I think that, uh, you know, that comes, you know, sometimes, sometimes you have something you have in mind that you want to do, but maybe you have an injury or maybe you don't have the player that can do that, so you need to change plans. It's, it's different every single week. Okay, all right guys.